we're rapidly approaching the the time that happens at the end of the year, which is oh, the, the time C-word. that happens at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they've started they've started selling the uh, the 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 snowy the snowy time white chocolate coated Oreos. Ooh. Uh, that are my absolute fucking kryptonite, and they only get sold. <laughs> they only get sold at this time. Uh, and I noticed them in my Morrison's order, and I was like, I would like two boxes of them. And oh. It's yeah, it's the, bad. It's a bad Oreos. Time. They're white chocolate covered Oreos. Yeah, so it's, it's an Oreo that they've coated in white chocolate. Ooh, it's unreal. Ooh. It is. It, it, it's crazy, and I could eat all of it at all times. Um, okay. I shouldn't, but I do, which is why there's now two boxes of it in my cupboard. But great, um, yeah. So that's that. That is my signal that it's approaching that time of year. Is that those start getting sold? It's the 12th of October 2021 and this is the Game Engine Start podcast. My name is Ewan. My name's Callum. And it's spooky season. And by not sp- yet. And by it's... spooky season I mean that I'm going to become older. And That's, it sucks. That, it's, spooky, it's spookier for you than most people because your birthday is at the end of the month. But, yes. Um, um, yeah. Oh yeah, it's one, of the, it's one of the rare times that your birthday and Halloween happen on the same week. Like that is... Oh yeah, will do, huh? Oh wait, is my birthday on like a spooky shitty season? day this year? Yeah, it's on a Monday. Damn it. Okay. Oh well. It's fine. I'll be taking off. Take the I'm, day off work. It's, yeah. I will take the day off. I'll, but I mean, I'm away to London that weekend anyway, so... Um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm away for a week. Um, oh no, it's the week after. Never mind. Because it's our anniversary as well. So ah, we're away. Enough, we're yeah. taking a week in London. Um, yeah, fucking October is... It's fucking October. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Um... We should get you up here at some point. I I know we talked I was, about this before. I was let I was literally going to ask you at the end of the podcast. So I was not. Yes, uh, we should get you up here yeah. at some point. But like I said, yeah. I'm away to start in November for a week. That's, that's fine. We'll get we'll get you something. Maybe we even do game of the game of the year this year in person. Who knows? Who oh, knows? maybe that that's that. It's would actually be a, crazy a idea. possibility. Who knows? Um, game of the game of the year is going to be so fucked this year. By the way, because like a lot of stuff has come out. But mm-hmm. a lot of the, like the triple A stuff is like not brilliant. So yep. I'm actually it's going to be really strange. Like I'm I actually, actually don't know what it's going to be like. I'm just going to pull up my game list quickly. Um, one, two. I have like two, maybe three games on there that you would count as triple A. Yeah. Even then, it's like two I've and not, a half. I, I, really, I've not looked at my I've not looked at my list yet. But I, 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 in my head, I can only really think of one, which is I can't I, I can't think of another one. So yeah, I'll like I, I actually don't know what. Like I, actually, in looking at my list now, I'm gonna some are gonna have to make the top five by default because it's like the least. Like it's there's like three that are probably definitely gonna be on there. Looking at this mm. right now. Um, I should probably add that as well. Um, 
Yeah, and I, and I think part of it actually is the problem is that I haven't finished a bunch of stuff. I have like a bunch of stuff in progress that I need to get round to. Uh, yeah. yeah, like Deathloop, I haven't got back to because I got to the point where I was like, okay, there's there's enough stuff here to do. I just need to start. Yeah, I, I, through I it. hit the same thing. Yeah, I was like, okay, I need to. I kind I kind of got a little bit of um of uh what they call it like cho- choice paralysis with that totally where. Yeah. The game, the game opened up and I played it a bit more and like I killed a couple of the visionaries and got some stuff and then there was so much there that I was just like oh, I can't handle this right now and just sort of didn't yeah. didn't touch it for but a yeah, bit. But yeah, the AAA stuff has not been like as far as I like on this list of like proper AAA stuff that I would consider good this year, it was Resident Evil Village and Ratchet and Clank and that's about it. I can't Ratchet and Clank this year, Rift Apart. Yeah, was that this year? Oh, technically it might not have been. Yeah, I don't think that was no, this year. No, it was this year. It totally was this year. Ratchet & Clank, PS5. 11th of June. Yeah, it was this year. Really? Wow, yeah. okay. I assumed I, that thing came out There's ago. a point of this year where like everything that happened before July may as well have been 12 years ago. I don't know what it is about this particular year, but it feels like everything that happened before that happened three years ago, and I can't yeah. figure out why. Um... But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's like, yeah, Resident Evil and Ratchet and Clank are the two, like, AAA things on this list right now. Resident and I feel Evil like Ratchet I played m- more things. I feel like I played more things, but according to this list, I haven't. I I would need to, I would need to go back and look. But yeah. I would probably, I would probably make an argument for putting Deathloop on it. I just need to play more because I do think that game is very, very Yeah, good. totally. I, I mean, it's, it's on my list of games I have played. I haven't put it in any. Oh, it's such a, the, 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 the sad thing that I'm going to have is that, like, for game of the year discussion, etc., and stuff like that, my year basically ends on the nineteenth of November. Yeah, because Endwalker comes out, and then that's that's it. Like that. Oh that's yeah, pretty. That's pretty much all I'll be doing until the end of the year. Like yep. I don't know, but fair enough. Um. Well, and then you've got. I, I assume there will be. I assume there will be breaks and stuff in there, but like that. How how much um, content do you think? Uh, I mean, of like non. So I, there's like two, I assume like most MMOs there's like two phases. There's like the phase where you're working through the the, co- the new content, and then there's yeah. the like, hey, we're going to do raids and get all the stuff and yeah, and the end like game. Stuff. How much is the the content stuff in an average FF14? So the, the actual, especially especially because it's the big one, like it's mm. like your Stormblood yeah, yeah. Star, uh, level like big expansion. Um, it well, so I've taken the 19th to the 31st of November off. Really? I, yeah. And I had the I had the days and I was like, oh fuck it, let's see what it's like to like try yeah. and like like just like railroad this through mm-hmm. uh a short period of time. So my plan is to try and get the story done by the thirty first. Right. So I think it's possible because you could it's it's at least like a good like thirty something hours of content. Oh wow, okay. for the story mode. Fair enough. Um it depends on how big it is. This one in particular is probably going to be bigger because it's like the end of the storyline, like the big story arc. Um, so it depends, really. It also depends on like how difficult the um, the trial content and stuff is. So like the oh, as you sure. go through as you go through the story and you unlock like the boss fights, like the trials and the stuff right, like that. Right. Um, they can be really difficult. Uh, it just depends on, especially because it's like supposed to be at level for the, like as you're going through the content, it's supposed to be at your level. So right. you're doing stuff 
you're not doing stuff with like super powered gear that you would normally do it with. You're doing it at parity, so it would ha- it kind of be harder. Yeah, I don't know. My plan is to hopefully get it done in the over a week that I'm off. So right. Okay. See. But, okay, that makes sense. But then, but then, like the the end game stuff, you typically have to do like a little bit of pre- preparation and stuff before you actually do it because it's like higher item levels and stuff. So you need to like do a bit of gearing before you can do it. Of course. And then that, that and I assume that also means that uh, the servers are going to have to hold up for that first day. Oh God, we're all fucking terrified. Like yeah, that. Um, especially because of the massive influx of players mm. and stuff like that. No idea what the launch of yeah. Endwalker is going to be like. What's um, the? This is fuck it. What's the deal with New World? Like, what is the feeling about this game? Because, what's the deal? Because I can't, I can't read. I see that game everywhere on like Twitch and like yeah, cause it's, people talking cause it's an about Amazon it. Game and they have the money to advertise for it, right? Yeah, of course, the... but like, is that game good? Is that game special in any way? Or I it... I can't comment on how good it is because I've not played it. Right, it doesn't interest me to look at. Um, it is very exploratory and like. The combat doesn't look great. Um, it's almost like a survival so, game, but as an MMO, right? It's like kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I couldn't comment unless I played it, and I don't really want to play it at this okay. point. Like, it's kind of the, um, I'm at the point now. Like, it used to be where I would go through a period of like not playing MMOs for a while, and then there'd be a you'd get the thirst and you'd want to play something, and then yeah, go away again. But by playing. By playing Destiny and then also picking up fourteen again, it kind of like flatlines your yes your craving. You don't so really you don't have a room get... for another one of those games right now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, especially since I'm not like a like super hardcore Destiny player anymore. Like I'm not looking to raid every week or anything like sure, that. I'm sure. mainly just in it for the story. So I'm not actively doing everything every day and like trying to like do all this stuff. That that that's done so i'd like you can have time for more than one if you just treat one very casually mm-hmm. which is what i'm doing with it it's also what i'm doing with 14 but that's because there's nothing to do in 14 right, right. now because it's just leading into endwalker because they're but, always waiting for the expansion yeah but when that comes out that'll obviously be the time when that picks up but yeah yeah that makes sense be stuff to do um yeah but speaking of stuff to do uh what have we been playing um yeah. i can buy some quick stuff because there's a bunch of demo stuff because so there was a there was a steam next fest and then i was gonna say it was the festival wasn't it yeah it was... which i got a bunch of stuff out of and and then i just this weekend did the haunted ps1 disc and was just burning through some stuff in there just because oh sure because i thought it was fun um some things to mention just demos that are things to keep your eye on um inscription which is the new game from the uh pony Island? That was the name of that game, Pony right? Island, yeah. Yeah, yeah Pony Island. Where the Pony Island team have made a card game with some actually pretty decent mechanics on top of a weird fucking story um, and a really bizarre looking style. It's well worth having a look at. There's a demo. The demo's still up, as far as I know. That's well worth having a look at. Um, Into the Pit, which is a game which can best be described as What If Hades Was a Boomer Shooter? Um, like, it's got all of those mechanics, but it's a first-person Doom-like. Well, it's actually closer, oh, sure. but it's actually closer to like Hexen because it's all like you basically get a power per hand, and it's like magic basically, and you get a left hand and a right hand power, and then you literally get dropped into this into like a dungeon, 
you get you get your initial badge of upgrades and then there's just doors all around you of different mm. types that you go in and do your thing and come out and then you get another power up and then you do that four times and then you can descend deeper so it's got all the Hades stuff in terms of the roguelike thing as well as having like a kind of as well as going like because you're descending into a into a pit right so you have multiple levels of pits and sure. uh, if you die at one of those you lose the stuff on your way out again so at any point you can go right I need to go out and I leave with all my loot at this point and then power up and go to try and get down and every pit seems to have like five levels or whatever it is it's a cool looking demo and it's got a good style to it um but yeah it, it was weird it's the first game i've seen in a while that's like okay you guys played hades like and you want to just yeah. like these these mechanics should be taken and you're is that was that one from them. this theme thing or from that, the that was the next fest that was next fest that was yeah. that is just a, sure say a lot a lot of the the, the, the haunted ps1 stuff is like heavily leaning on the fact that they have style like that oh totally but this one this one like the style is almost it's not the main focus like it does it does have that look yeah, to, that yeah. ps1 look to it but it's like it's very much going for the like hexen somewhere between hexen and quake style look sure to it. yeah and it's very fast and very it, it feels good to play as well um yeah that's cool um what else was there Anno mutinic mutinationum. Anno mutin. Oh god, I'm gonna have to look up how the pronunciation. Anno muti. Oh, anno mutationum. Mutationum. Um, if you do, anno- this is gonna be the rest of the podcast. Is just <laughs> just be saying this word over and over thing. again. Um, it is a two D. Well, it's a brawler kind of like a character brawler but it's 2d with a 3d background and it's very cyberpunky it's super cool right it's got a really good story it's very anime as well but it's well like the demo just even if it's just purely aesthetically like this thing looks amazing and i kind of like the stuff that it's doing um sure yeah it's very cool but it's it's a 2d brawler like it's like, it's like light attack heavy attack you've got gun all that kind of stuff it's it's cool um and then Echostasis, which I literally played the day before recording this. Um, f- I have never been floored by a demo mm. as quickly as I have with that game. Like, is that the one that you told me to play? Was that yes, the- it is. Yeah. It's so this this is the one that came from the Haunted PS One collection. Um, it's not even like it's not horror in the traditional sense of horror. It's 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 not even unsettling. It's just weird. It's like, it's. I saw some describe it as vaporwave horror, which is kind of the closest thing I've seen to it. Where it's like, it's very like, um, eighties inspired, eighties architecture inspired, sure. with like terminals, and it's about virtual worlds getting corrupted, and it just looks so cool. And they have, like, a lot of people have done that kind of eighties, like old computer style in a game or like a lot of people have done like vhs style quality reduction yeah. stuff yeah, yeah yeah this does it in like a way i've never seen before where it is it blends like the 3d stuff with like cool shaders plus fmv in weird ways and like stock footage and mm. fantastic music while the whole time also being a little bit unsettling because you don't quite know what's happening at any at point it's just super cool and again the more i say the, the less effective the demo is but it's well yeah. worth even just aesthetically having a look at this demo uh, and the game's out theoretically this month so i'm super excited oh, wow. to okay. see what that is 
Um, but yeah, Echostasis is on Steam. It's, it's worth having a look at. Um, but yeah, and then very quickly, I played um, No One Lives Under the Lighthouse as a recommendation from the from Mandalore's YouTube channel yes. or Mandalore's YouTube channel. Um, again, I can't don't want to say anything about it because experiencing it as the whole game, it's like three quid. It's not a hugely long yeah. thing. Um, the one thing I will say is though, it's a really good case study in. The fact, what am I trying to say? A lot of games of this type, which are very, very narrative focused, and like the game is like a the game framing is like a vehicle for to tell the story. A lot of them start to neglect the game part of it, or the fact that you are like you're controlling a, a video game, like a three yeah. D video game. This one mm-hmm. actually takes a lot of lessons from traditional video games and uses them, where it's like, and it, it teaches the player in ways that like standard games have done for years and years but they've actually taken it into this thing where like so the whole game is set on this island like tiny tiny island and they do the thing very and you don't realize it till later but they're doing the thing like we need to teach you where everything is on this island very quickly in order for you to understand what's going on because right. what so they take you around bits of the island so you learn the layout of the, the island so that when shit starts happening later and you're like you have very limited vision when you're outside you know where you need to go and in panic situations, you're like, I know that building is right there. I need to get there right now. Like, it, yeah. it it does the teaching thing, and it does it really, really well. And it does the, like, rather than putting a waypoint on your screen saying, go here, it does the, I'm going to subtly guide you in a particular direction thing really better than a lot of games I've seen of this type, or like this kind of narrative game does, where a lot of them will just be like, go explore. It's like, no, this one actually does guide you in smart ways towards the thing it actually wants you to do without it putting a fucking waypoint on the screen. It's just, it's really nicely designed. Um, it's also just super effective as, as one of those games, um, which is very good. Um, yeah, but the big one, well, not big one. Um, the thing I've put a bunch of time into is a game called Game Deck, G-A-M-E-D-E-C, I thought I thought you were either going to say XCOM or Satisfactory again. I, oh, I have put so much time in Satisfactory, but we're not going to talk about oh, that. You fucking son I'll, of a update, bitch. update five comes fucking, out this month. I'm so excited. You fucking messaged me two days ago, being like, "I want to have two days of playing mm. eight hours of video games. Should I play XCOM?" And I was like, "Dude, there are so many games to play yep. right now. What the fuck are you doing?" Yep. And you ended up playing Satisfactory for sixteen I mean, hours, I, didn't you? I mean, this was also like was it a month ago where I put a full eight hour day into Frostpunk, a game from two years ago. Like that's mm. kind of what happens. Um, but no, the satisfactory has been like my, I'm going to do two hours at night game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for a while, but no game deck. So game deck is a game. I kickstart or helped kickstart fucking two years ago, something like that. Um, and then is that, is that deck D E C D E C. Uh, yeah. It's short for game detective, basically. So oh, it is okay. It's not a, deck like cyberware deck. No, no, DEC game DEC. Um, so it is a the closest comparison probably is actually to something like Disco Elysium, where it is Ooh. a RPG, really without combat, but very focused on choice and narrative, um, kind of paths, um, in really really interesting ways. So game deck, like you play as a game deck who is a private detect private investigator who investigates who is hired by people to deal with issues in virtual worlds right so you've like these like virtual games right, right. that full sure. vr things you are hired to solve problems so the first so like the opening mission or the opening 
job you get given is, hey, that this dude is like head of some giant corporation, and is like, hey, my son went into um, the virtual world eighteen hours ago and hasn't come out, and also his friend came out and is all kinds of fucked up, and there's also a woman in there with them that we've never seen. Like, what the fuck is happening? And you like, you go and do your your investigation. And so you've been hired to basically go and figure out what the fuck's going on here. Um, and because of that, you end up going into the world and fucking around with the world and all this kind of stuff. Um, so the interesting thing about it is, like, it's taking some of the Disco Elysium stuff of, like, um, to, to a much less detailed degree, to be fair. But, like, you're, you, as you have conversations, depending on how you approach conversations, you get points in like one of three categories uh, four categories so there's like logic and um power and um creativity and i can't remember what the third one is compassion i can't remember but as you get sure. points in these different things you then spend these points to le- to go into different um i can't even remember the column traits i think so one of them is like hey you're actually super famous in the virtual worlds for various reasons and if you unlock that by using the right amount of points, mainly in like the force and compassion areas, then you become that, and that unlocks more dialogue options. And it is a tree, so, ah, you, don't okay, have, sure. so you don't have to make choices. But you guys, this is your level up system, basically. This is your skill system. Mm. It's like I'm also a hacker, and I'm actually famous, and also I know how to to like break the code of these games. Um, so there's that whole system, but it's also a de- it is also a proper detective game. Where they're like, you are finding evidence to make conclusions and work your way through a through a map. So initially, so the first thing that you come in is like, okay, you need to investigate the scene, like in the real world. Um, you need to investigate the scene. So you're like checking the kids, um, checking what, the- investigate the scene of this guy stuck in the virtual. Yeah, world? Yeah, so or- in order to get in the virtual world, like they have chairs. It's like a chair based. Ah, thing. it's um, Sword Art Online, right? Okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, is so any of those fucking those uh, I'm stuck in a virtual world totally. style yes yeah. um, so you check the scene so you see like the kids obviously he's still alive but his heart rate's elevated he's um, excited let's say um, the you do diagnostics in the chair the chair kicks you back out um, you interview his friend who did manage to make it out saying what the fuck's in there but he's all kinds of shaken up so you have to calm him down and there's a whole dialogue system about like influencing emotions on this bar to unlock more dialogue choices based on how you talk to him and all this kind of stuff which is very cool and you do all this stuff and then it it, it puts all this evidence on a on a in the investigation map it's like here's all the evidence we've got here are three conclusions you can co- or four conclusions you can come to based on this evidence and you start linking and you say okay this is the one actually that makes sense with these and it will make that choice and then you do that for like three or four, and the three or four of them will come together and influence the next section of the map. So you are actually doing a proper investigation. You're collecting evidence. You're coming to conclusions. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of variety in what you can do there. So like that first, that very first one where the first conclusion is like, where the fuck is he? Like what what, what actually yeah. happened here? Um, and it's like, he ended up in this world. He ended up in this world. Um uh he's he's a lost cause or i don't know you've got money you figure it out and yeah. i and i went and checked if you select that last one you're just like well fuck you and you leave and the next job starts and you're like oh, oh wow okay. okay like they have they've put a lot of stuff in here that that is 
there's a lot of variety in there. So you'd like, hey, I think he's stuck in this world. And I actually don't know what happens if you get large chunks of it wrong. Or like, yeah. or whether I don't know whether you get stuff wrong or where the story evolves around it. But like, the thing I chose in there was like, he is in this world, which is like the adult world, which is like, specifically for like, if you like murdering people and boning at the same time. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. But there's another world that could be, which is a different adult world, which is a different thing. It's like a more like lighter one. And I don't know what happens if you come to the conclusion that he's in this other world, because you go into that, the adult world, if you make that conclusion, you jump in and go like, okay, I need to find what the fuck's happening. Um, Yeah. It's super cool. I'm really impressed actually about, it's good. The the writing's very good. It's, I like the, they've, I really like the detective stuff. They've really done a good job of, um, it sounds like, like it's interesting. It's it's kind of like Disco Elysium, where uh, it's an interesting thing about they can set up all this stuff and like I want to know what's going through the head of the people making it because they can set up all this stuff and then have people not see it. Yeah, like, totally. That's if you, the thing. if you just walk out, you're just like that's probably like hours worth of content that's totally. just not seen. And they, at appear, all. they appear to be totally fine if you just like not seeing it. Yeah, and, which and is it's... impressive. Like I'm glad that people are willing to like relinquish their their narrative control like that like totally that is, um yeah. but yeah um it's really good as well to see a uh polish developed cyberpunk game that's not intensely problematic um mm. as well which is really good um the voice that's acting's good. pretty good um what's there it's yeah it's just generally really good i'm, I'm enjoying the story nice. they're also they're also doing the thing that's um that's very difficult to do where they're doing like not parodies but like commentary on games as well so it's like right. the second the second job you literally get hired to do is because there's a group who they think are essentially loot farming in uh what if farmville was a western oh it's um uh westworld like that kind of idea kind of yeah it's westworld yeah. but it is, is very much like hey I, the thing i really like about that is like you can just start playing the game like the the farming part of it you can't like because you're going in with an essentially new account without any privileges they're like hey do you want to start a farm and you like do the thing where it's like you click <laughs> on the stuff to like harvest your creature things and then a loot yeah. box will pop out and then you get a key for the loot box like they've, they've done all that kind of stuff like they're doing a really good like it's not it doesn't feel a lot of games that try and talk about games end up coming off as really cheesy or like super comedic or like yeah. just not like this is actually really good like yeah this is fucked like this is what it's like and it's and also like they there's even little touches where like the ui in every virtual world you go into is different so like the 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 um i can't remember what the, the adult world is called at this point but it's like you have like your experience points and how many how many bullets you've got left in your gun at the top a gun that you never oh, use right. but it's sure. obviously the ui for the game and then the western is like here's the level of your farm and here's how many crops you have growing like they've done all the redesign for all that kind of stuff um and yeah it's it's just really cool that they they've done a really really good job of um encapsulating like some core parts of different like they're doing, they are doing game commentary, but in a really good way that, that, that doesn't seem yeah. off. It um, seems faithful to the yeah. source. And also, there's this straight up like because I, I I assumed it was going to be a case of like okay, here's this world, here's this world, here's this world, and we're just going to take you through all this stuff. But then the story where I got to last time took a complete right turn, where a guy that you've been ta- been working with for a while 
and something happens to him and it's like oh you're just doing a real world investigation now like fuck the virtual world there's nothing happening there like this is just like proper detective shit now you're like oh okay mm. um yeah it's super cool it, it's worth a look um if you like that kind of stuff it's 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 on steam it's not... i mean if you're if you're comparing something to the disco elysium yeah. then that's a pretty it, strong it, yeah it's disco elysium in like detective stuff there's no combat it's primarily dialogue choices and reading emotions and um yeah it's just got a cool look to it as well it just it's it's good i like it game deck it's on steam um yeah and like i start playing the outer worlds dlc is the only other thing and i can't oh yeah i can't talk about that that at all at all because you can say it's very good but you can't i can say it's good yeah i can say it's very good and it possibly has one of the most incredible opening 20 minutes of a video game in a long time um but like and i a hundred i i know i say this for a lot of games but 100 percent. if you are intending to play this game do not read anything about what this thing is the less you know going in the better experience you will have um that thing is fucking wild and it's it's yeah it's like yeah, oh God, Jesus Christ! Really, really? That's where we're going. That's, um, that's where we're going with this. But like, for people who've done Outer Wilds, like they know what that game does, and you're like, nobody will ever be able to do this again. Like, it's such an uh, 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 um, ambitious thing. I don't to know have done. That, that that I think that that doesn't give enough credit to other game developers. There, you could totally do that sort of thing again. Well, it's just <laughs> this is the first one that has been able to. Like, it's the first, yeah, especially with like the size of that team and the scope of the thing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they really do some fantastic stuff, and you're like, okay, it's gonna be a long time before anyone can really do something like this. And it turns out the first people to do it again is them <laughs> in the DLC. <laughs> you're like, sure, oh, yeah. okay, sure. You're really fucking going for it. Okay, fine. It's, it must be. It, you you would think it's probably a factor of the fact that they've now built an entire game right like that so they have their tools and their work ethic and everything like I, that but again like so they can now get like more ambitious but again, yeah but like again going without talking about the actual thing the stuff that they do in that dlc like oh it's that, wild yeah, yeah. It's none a, of it's that real yeah and also none of that was present as far as i can remember in the previous game so like they've built a whole bunch of new shit that is even yeah, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. equally True. as wild um yeah, it, it's very good. It's very cool. I, I'll need to get through it. I hit. Uh, yeah, I just need to get through and see the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know how long yep. it is, but I don't either. Yeah, no um, let me see. But yeah, I need to put some more, some more time into that. Um, yep. But yeah, that's everything for me. I think. Um, so I think you have some music intermission music for us. Yes, I do. Um, one thing I, I I will I will shout this out because it was I spent a whole day doing this. Um, I need to find the video again. I looked this up and then closed the tab, uh, which is a dumb thing to do. Uh, let me just find the thing. Yeah, so there's a, there's a YouTube channel called The Noli, who is a Payday 2 oh, YouTube right. channel. Yep. Released a four hour and 20 minute video that is like the complete story of Payday. And I knew how mental the Payday 2 story was towards the end. Yeah. Um, and was like, I I should listen to this and see how it leads into this because it was insane at the end of it. I, I mentioned uh, I mentioned to the the group I play with. It was like, hey, did you guys ever play Payday? Like, I'm thinking about maybe mm. getting back into it. Um, and specifically said like, yeah, and I'm interested to see like how wild the lore has gotten. And like every yeah. single one of them was like, Payday Two has lore. Like fucking yeah, yeah it does. It's, 
fucking mental, dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, and, and like Payday Two actually has like a story mode now, so you can do the, the heist in order. Really? Of, like, huh. Yeah, like release order of like go through and learn the story. Okay. Um, so yeah, that guy came out with this for it, and I watched it all and was like, I really want to play Payday again because this is all insane, and yep. I need to see it. Um, which is why I asked you, but yep. it made me listen to a bunch of the Payday soundtrack again. So I am gonna. This was this is a throwback to like 2016 podcast, right? Where I think we've done this already. So I'm gonna play Evil Eye by yeah. Simon Vickland again. You hundred sh- percent um, should. Yes, because that track is fucking brilliant, yep. and it made me really want to play Payday again. This will be good because it's it's one of those times where I don't have to. Um go buy the soundtrack because i know exactly where i know exactly where it is that was a song i remember this vividly um whenever that that dlc came out the hotline one the hotline miami one there was a trailer that they put up on their website it wasn't even a trailer it was the website they put up for the dlc um and when you went to the, the website the track played in the background and I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. digging through the HTML for that website to pull the MP3 file out of the website yeah. to pull it down to get the first minute and a half of that track. Um, Do you remember the other one that you did that for? Oh, I know I did it for something else and I can't remember what you it was. Did it, you did it for the, the weird-ass remix of Calling for the mobile version of Twewey. Oh, God, right. It was on the website. Yeah. It was a really good remix of the best song on the Twilight soundtrack. Yes. And you were like, I fucking need this. And you yep. pulled the HTML apart to get this, like, four-minute MP3. Yep. yep. Um, they kept, yep, they, they they didn't hide it very well. Um Cool. Yeah, so check the post for links so you can pick that up. And um, we'll be back with some more after this. things that i've been playing basically other than like the stuff that kind of sits and ticks away in the background um i started playing i got in the real mood to um pick up like a card game because i had i still play magic and stuff like that online with like a bunch of people but like Mm. i wanted to like i I wanted to have a card game that i could like go to so i picked up um legends of runeterra which is the the league of legends card game because oh is that what that is i keep seeing that name and i didn't realize it was a league of legends thing okay league of legends card game oh it's a card game set in the league of legends universe um but my bunch of my friends all played spoke very highly of and was like okay i guess i'll give this a shot um i i specifically gave it a shot because they talked about how generous the game is in terms of like giving you stuff Mm. because you could like i could go and play magic i could go and play arena or whatever but the economy in that game is very Wizards of the Coast economy, which is like they they try not to give you as much as they 
possibly could because they want you to spend money on packs. Like right. that's the the whole point. But this game is like Legends of Runeterra is very very generous in like everything that they give you, where you get you 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 basically have like multiple tracks that you get XP for for doing stuff in the game. So there's mm-hmm. like there's obviously there's daily quests because it's a video game. So every game has daily quests and. Right. There is um, special bonuses for like doing like winning games in the specific modes. So you get a bunch of XP that goes into different tracks that are like um, the the like weekly vault, which is like if you gain enough XP at every Thursday, they will give you a bunch of like chests that are the things that have like cards in them and all that. Oh, stuff. Oh, interesting. That okay. If the but the more XP you dump into it, the better quality the chests become. So you mm. get more reward the more you play. And right. then also the XPs go into like the location tracks, which are like because it's based on the Universal League of Legends. There's a bunch of like different maps and like cities and regions and stuff that have specific people and mechanics about those areas that you can like say, "I want to get cards from this area." So all right. your XP will go into that area, and it will give you rewards based on the area. Um, uh, okay, which includes like capsules which are like basically card packs that have scaling quality depending on what's inside them and there's chests that also have a bunch of stuff in it and but you go through that track based on your xp so it is like it is constantly giving you stuff Mm. which is like i had only been playing like two weeks and i had enough stuff that was then i was then able to make like an actual reasonable deck to then go and play standard in like the actual like playable player versus player format right um which you would never be able to do in Magic, like, ever. You'd never, ever be able to do that ever in two weeks. But right. in this, it just gives you so much that you're able to do it, which is so, really impressive. So how are they doing... Because, I mean, if it's a free-play thing, like, how are they pushing yeah. you into the packs, then, if you feel like you're getting enough out of it? Uh, they are... So they're doing the League of Legends thing where there's a bunch of cosmetics, which are... Oh, uh, um, of course. Card packs and... Ga- or not card... Card, card backs, is backs, what I mean. So, like, yeah. the, back, the backing of your card... Uh, game boards um, to make your board look different. You've got uh, guardians, which are like little uh, mascots that sit on your board and like react to you doing stuff. Right. You can get different ones of those that are all there. Uh, you can get skins for champion cards, which are like the highest quality. It's like that's where you get like your your Ezreal and your Aurelia, like the named League of Legends characters. They're called right. champions that. You can then get skins for those cards that make them look different. Um, that's how they get you to spend money. Is the mm-hmm. is the League of Legends model of like, hey, doesn't this look cool? And you look at it and you're like, yeah, that looks pretty cool. I guess I'll put money into it. And yeah. Um, but the the card stuff, you can you can play the game really easily, not paying money for it. It's, right. It's really really generous. Um, actual game itself mechanically is really cool. Um, there are a bunch of it's a card game, right? But the the they have a a system of it's not like turn system. It's like a back and forth. So like you do something, then I do something, then you do something, and that's how that works. So you're always you're always playing. So there's not a lot of like downtime for you, mm-hmm. um, which is good because it keeps your attention. And um, they have a mechanic where you get one mana a turn, and if you don't spend mana, it goes into this reserve co- pool called your spell mana. That mm-hmm. you can then use to cast spells specifically, so not creatures, oh, spells. Okay. So that's kind of like the equivalent of like 
in Magic the Gathering, like you holding up mana, like yeah. not tapping your stuff. Um, that's you can then use that to like react to stuff that your opponent does. So you're kind of always in a position where you are actively contributing to the board, but still being able to hold stuff in your hand to react to what's going on. Makes sense. So it's a very it's a very fast game and it's a very dynamic game. So they kind of counter that by going like everybody gets a mana every turn, everybody draws a card every turn. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it benefits you to be very proactive. So you're, you're very traditional control decks that will sit there and like not do a lot and wait for you to do stuff to react to it. Right. Kind of don't really exist in this game. You have to be very, active in doing things like committing stuff to the board and like keeping mana back to do things and right right so it's a, it feels like a very active card game which is actually it's, it's different when you're used to playing like magic and stuff that can be yeah, really sure. slow yeah um bunch of really really cool stuff there's um the main the main cool thing about it is every champion card that you play is like it's, it, it links into one thing that I really like about it, where every champion card that you play has a an effect that says, if so, if this thing happens, I flip. So they have a back face to their card that is like a better, higher power version of them. So oh, like, okay. the deck that I play is a, a Taric deck that's all about like, you like cast spells on your guys and then those spells get copied and stuff. And he has a thing that says that if you've cast seven spells on your creatures, he flips. And then when he flips... He has a thing that says if he attacks the thing next to it can't die and he can't die this turn. Right. So it's all about like playing a bunch of spells and then copying stuff and then your guys are all bigger and it's a cool deck. But cool. um so that's a cool mechanic and every it, it, it has the typical like we're riot and we have loads of money style thing where every time it flips there's like a cutscene that plays, like big bombastic CG cutscene of them doing <laughs> a cool thing. Okay. Um, it's really awesome. Uh and what I like about the game specifically is that it's very plain. Like everything is really well explained. So it does the it does the what I like to call the pillars of eternity mechanic, where if there's a thing that's confusing, it's a word that's highlighted mm. that you can hover over and it'll just tell you what it means. Which right. is great in a card game because yep. fucking Magic the Gathering doesn't do that, and that's ridiculous because Magic the Gathering has stupid rules. But even even in uh, that. This, even in that in, uh, inscription game, I was saying the demo thing, like it has the yeah. same thing because their cards, every card can only have one trait anyway. But like mm. they they do the same thing where like you could if you right click on a on the trait, it will pull up the 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 book the at the bottom and is. tells you exactly what it is. And it's it's a really good advantage because it means they can do so many traits and like super specific ones for specific cards, and they so, can make yeah, them really complicated because you can look at them at any point. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of how. Runeterra kind of ends up being as well, especially because there are like distinct regions. Those mm. regions all have unique mechanics that are all right. okay. different and play off each other in different ways. So it's also really good because the thing that kills Magic the Gathering is like when you try and learn it, uh, interactions between cards are really hard to tell right. because it is like every card is worded in weird ways that mean like, so if I do this, does this happen when and you get into big arguments and then somebody basically has to be like, I understand the rules here. So that's work. Yeah. But in Runeterra, they use very specific wording that means that you understand what's going on. So like, for example, the, the champion cards that I'm talking about, that have their flip condition. There is a distinction between 
this can happen if this card is in play mm-hmm. or if this if if this thing happens. So like I can tell you the the example I can give you is that um Swain is a guy that cares about you dealing damage not in combat. So like whether that's through kill spells or whatever it is. But the wording on his card is it says you've done 12 non-combat damage and I will flip. It specifically says you've, which means you the player. But there are other cards, stuff like Ezreal, that says, I've seen you, which means he has to be in play for you to be able, for the thing to proc. Right, got you. It's very specific wording, but it makes it very clear. Right. And it means that you're not getting into this loop of rules where you're like, I don't understand if this doesn't work or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very impressive. Like, I've actually been really impressed. And the the scale to which the mechanics and stuff work in that game is actually really impressive. Cool. It's a really fun... Uh, region that deals in night and day that's their mm-hmm. whole thing uh and they have two mechanics called daybreak and nightfall which is like daybreak happens if it's the first card you play a turn right and nightfall happens if it's not the first card you play a turn so right. it's about bouncing backwards and forwards between like i play this first to then proc this and so there's a lot of oh, like slinging okay. a bunch of spells all at once and um, that's cool really fun and not all the regions have their own unique mechanics that are that make it feel really unique um nice. Does it feel? Great, really, does it really feel? I mean, I know you've played a lot of these type of games, but does it feel yeah. overwhelming? Like, or is it? Did, no, did they, did they actually all. introduce um, it? They introduce it all to you in a decent way. Yeah, so they they give you like a full prologue thing to like teach you basically everything about. Right. Here's how combat works. Here's like how the mana works, and right. here's what the wording. Obviously, it, you will learn stuff like what each keyword and stuff means like what, what does overwhelm mean like you'll learn that as you look at the cards but gotcha. it is, um it does do a good job of like introducing everything to you and then being like okay here is here is how the game works you can go now cool um the other thing that it does really well is that they have a bunch of really fun like single player modes like you don't have to play oh interesting pvp at all if you don't want to there's a whole thing that is like uh a weird roguelike style single player thing where there's like a map that you can choose to do different battles on to get into like shop areas and it's it, it it's surprisingly robust for a single player mode in a card game hmm. and there's also like a it's weird like a single player draft format it's really strange huh. where there's like a set track of fights and you pick your first champion so you say I want to play this guy and then after your first fight, you get a selection of three other champions being like, which one do you want to add to your deck? And it is it is a single player draft, which is a really hard thing to pull off. But mm. these guys actually do it really successfully. Um, and yeah, I'm super impressed by the single player format. And it like it gives you the, the XP bonuses and everything. Like it's not, it's not disadvantageous to play the single player stuff. It's actually good. You want to be doing it. Sure. Um, it's great. Yeah, I've been super impressed by that thing. And it is really fun. Is that um, out on like mobile and stuff? Ev- everything, yeah. everything. It's right. out on, yeah. It was. It was um, one the, I got a. I finally replaced my old, my ancient, ancient iPad and got a new Android tablet. And I was thinking, like, yeah. maybe I just fuck around and get into auto chess. Now that I've got a tablet, oh, yeah, that, you could do that, that as well. Yeah. It feels like one of those things that is like, okay, this is significantly far away from the mobile shit that I just can't deal with. Um, yeah, and maybe I was just to actually try it because it's one of those things that, like, I really like 
this concept looks interesting and I do not understand what's going on. So I should probably understand what the fuck is going on in this. Yeah. Thing. I mean, and you need to pick which auto chess game you're going to play. I mean, it feels like auto chess is the one, right? Like, unless there's a better. I don't know. There's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of like really good ones now. Okay. Like the the Dota one's really good and the League one's really good. So it's. Are they both mobile? I think well. so. I'm okay. pretty sure TFT's on mobile. Yeah, the League one. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure you can that. And then Underlords yeah. is the other one. Yes, that's the Dota one. Right. Okay. Sure. But yeah, you've got your your choices. Yeah. I need to. Um, I, need to see, I need to see that. My the. the 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 deck I built in Runeterra is so much fucking fun. Oh my god, it's the best. It's the it it uses the Tarek thing to like copy this. He says that when he attacks, he copies the last spell that was targeted on him. Right. Um. And the the way attacking works in that game is like there is a a token that says you can attack basically, mm. and that gets passed backwards and forwards with every turn. Mm. So, but. So there are mechanics that basically there's a mechanic called rally that says you get an attack token, so you basically mm. get to attack for free. Um, there's a spell that says uh, target target creature gets a barrier, which is like a free zero damage thing, and rally. So you attack, you cast that spell on Tarek, you get rally, you attack again, the spell gets copied, you get rally again. So you attack three times in one turn, and People sometimes expect you to attack twice. Nobody ever expects you to attack three times. <laughs> and it is nice. so hilarious watching people like they, they you do your first attack and they do the blocks that you expect them to block and you're like, yeah, fine, whatever, and you cast the rally card and then you attack again and they do like the best blocks that they can do in that sort of situation and most of them are like, Yeah, this is still pretty good mm. and they think they're alright. And then the spell gets copied and they see the rally happen again and you're like, no, 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 friend, there's going to be one more There's one more. <laughs> and now you have nothing, so you are dead. <laughs> nice. It's, it's really good. It's so much fun. I've had so much fun playing that deck. Cool. Um, so the other game that I've been playing, which kind of came out of nowhere, but I got in a mood and decided that this was the thing to do. Sure. Um, I started playing Genshin Impact. Right, um, yeah. Which, it came about because I read that article that said it made $2 billion in its first year. Yeah. And I was like, that's an inhuman amount of money. I get that this thing is like a really popular gacha and those things just like print money, but yeah. $2 billion is a lot of money. It was, also the, see- it was also the first one that I remember anyway that was like, it, 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 felt like, it felt like it was a conflation of a bunch of things where it was like, it came out at the right time, it's got a specific style that works, and also it's got cross-platform and a mobile version, where yeah. like multiple people it I'd really... heard at that point were like, yeah, I'll play it on my console or PC for a while to do the important stuff, but like every day I'll be like, hey, before I go to bed, I'll do my my dailies for 20 minutes on my phone. I like yeah. That's a super powerful thing. It, it really, yeah, it came out swinging, and they yeah. really, they obviously really captured it because they've made $2 billion in exactly. a year, like that's the... Um, so yeah, I like I saw that and was like, okay, I need to know what this thing is because it's clearly super popular and it's yeah. here to stay for a while. Like I just I need to know for the sake of this is this is the zeitgeist and this mm-hmm. is this is like my primary hobbies. I need to know. And like I I I kind of I kind of get it now. Like I kind of understand why people would get into this. So like I. I Explain to me, like, I'm a child, what the gameplay of Genshin Impact actually... Ignoring the gacha uh, shit, yeah. like, if, what if actually took, is that game? 
if you took Breath of the Wild and turned it into a JRPG, that's what that game is. Okay, cool. Right. Um, that makes sense. So it is, a game, it is a game all about like exploration and free roaming and finding weird stuff in the world and dynamic puzzles and like all that all of that there is literally breath of the wild it is just there oh, wait because this was in- this was the game that like when it got shown off at a, like a chinese uh games show there was a bunch of like protests that it looked so much like breath of the wild back at I the think start so yeah i think that was think this so. game and then came out and became the biggest game in the fucking world for a while yeah yeah okay sure um, i remember this now i mean two billion dollars it still is yeah, a huge still pretty fucking big. game Yep. Um, but it is, it is, yeah, very Breath of the Wild. It is like you can stand on a hill and be like, what's that? What's that? What's that? There's a bunch of stuff that you can all go and look at, which, like, it, it helps because it, it 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 doesn't feel like, when you're playing it day to day, it doesn't feel like it's pressuring you with the gacha stuff in any way because okay. all you're doing is, like, running around and, like, looking at stuff and being like, oh, there's a cool thing over there. What's that? Oh, I found this weird puzzle that I need to do. Like, it is, and it has all that stuff where it is, like, there's like spirits you can go track that will lead you to weird statues. There's a bu- mm. the stuff that I do. Like I found a thing the other day that was literally just a stat, like a big ram statue, mm-hmm. and I walked up to it and it said press F to uh, press F to begin. So I pressed F and nothing happened. And I'm like, I assume something is happening somewhere. I don't know what it is, but I I began on the statue. Look, I did the thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it, it has all this like in-world mystery stuff that's actually really cool. Right. Um, the stuff it does better than Breath of the Wild is like combat, where um, it's not just like hit stuff with sword. It is like they have a whole like elemental affinity, like um, combination system in right. there, where every character you have is aligned with a different element. And it's mm-hmm. like fire, water, ice, electricity, wind. I think that's it. Mm. Maybe less than one. But um, and they all will interact in different ways. So if you do water and then electricity, it creates a status effect where it like arcs electricity to things around it. Or if you do fire and electricity, it's just like a big explosion and massive amounts of damage and stuff. Because it's, so, it's a team thing. Like most of my information yeah, I've got about this. Yeah, most of my information I've got this is a author I follow on Twitter who's super into Genshin and she yeah. was doing like oh I need a I need a good fire person to fill in this gap in my squad so like f- yeah. three person squads four person squads four person four right. people uh, okay. and the stuff so when I when I decided that I was going to start playing this I did the thing that I always do in games of this which is like do the reading and be like what the fuck actually is this game I don't want to go into it and be like I don't mm. know what the fuck anything is like I did the reading of like what does this actually mean sure. and like there are there are team setups where it is like this is this is where it starts feeding into the gacha stuff because like if you want to like do the high level stuff mm. and like the difficult fights, you kind of want a di- a, a team that works. Yeah, and there are specific setups for teams. There are specific characters that are quote unquote good that then work well in a team. But that's why you have four people is to do these kind of like elemental combo setups and stuff like that that you want to be able to do because that's where the damage comes from or most of the damage comes from. Right. Um. And that stuff is, it actually makes the combat feel pretty dynamic because you have to sit and manage a bunch of like status effects on people to then trigger it in the right way. Um, so I get, I, I get it. Like I can see why this has captured people because it is like this blend of free roaming, devil may care exploration with also a combat system that doesn't feel like shit. So it's... Oh, okay. And, and it's actually really impressive. And then... You, 
that's when the gacha stuff starts coming in, right? Where if you keep playing it and you want to keep doing the stuff that scales, like you want to keep doing the stuff that gets harder and harder as you go on, mm. um, you need to get materials. And it's materials for literally everything. So it is like there are materials that level up your characters, the materials that make your weapons better, the materials that make your skills better. There are materials that you use for ascending your characters. So your, your characters go up in like levels of 20 each. And when okay. they get to 20, 40, 60, whatever it is, you have to ascend them. That's, which yeah, then takes that's them. Arc Knights is a that very is, similar system. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very typical gacha thing. So yeah. you need materials for that. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that... Um, you get in the world that you can totally just go and get it in the world but to get some of the higher level materials you need to do the harder stuff right. which then means you need to feed into the whole system right mm. so it's not so bad for like leveling up weapons and like skills and stuff that stuff you can get in the world it is your your characters and your actual physical weapons that's the thing that you then start leading into the gacha stuff right right because there are good characters and there are good weapons and then there are okay characters and there are okay weapons <laughs> and it's way harder when you have okay characters than it is if you had good characters. Right. Um, and the only way you get those characters is if you roll on the wish banner and like this is where you get into the gacha stuff where it is fucking four different currencies and different banners and different drop rates and how good is, the, is like, how good is the chest opening cutscene? It's pretty decent. It okay. is um, because it is all based on uh, the story is like based on you being like a traveler from another world. Mm-hmm. You are basically like summoning people from different worlds to come and fight for you. So it's all about like meteors and like gems smashing into the ground. It's pretty decent. It's all okay. right. It's no like it's not as good as like Art Night where you're like like unzipping the bag or whatever. That, like that. thing. Like, there's yeah. no physicality to it, but it's it's pretty decent. Okay. Um, and they're very good, like, if you get somebody good, they're they're really good at ramping up the the reveal. Like, mm-hmm. the they will keep the character in silhouette for a really long time, and then the music swells, then bing, you've got this guy. Sure. Um, I, I can't comment on how bad the gacha stuff is, because <laughs> I rolled on it twice, once by accident. Uh, okay. Because I, I I literally just hit the wrong button and it rolled for me and I was like ah oh, fuck I didn't mean to do that but whatever. Okay. Um, and I and I rolled by accident and got a really good character. Um, because like I I did it and was like I don't know who that is. Let me look at this list and I looked at the list and the list was like this is one of the best support characters in the game. And I was like great, you go on my squad because this thing tells me you're good. Yeah. Um, he is very good. Turns out, but uh, <laughs> nice. yeah. So I, I I've not actually done that much of the gacha stuff because the the team I've got works. Like I did I rolled once by accident and got a really good support. Mm. I did a thing in the world enough that gave me a character for free that is also apparently very good. Right. Um so I have this like generally pretty decent setup that means that I haven't needed to roll on stuff yet. That makes sense. Um so I I can't comment on it until it gets to the point where the sad thing is that I'm now at the point in the story where so you meet the characters that you can wish on on in the story. They're like characters in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met a character that I was like, you're really cool. I want to see how how one goes about getting you. And I looked it up and it was like, this person will appear in literally the next banner event in 
Genshin Impact at a higher drop rate. And I was like, ah, fuck. It's going to be that, <laughs> isn't it? Like, it's going to be the thing. So we'll see. Like, we'll see what happens. Um, nice. But, like, it, it is literally just a really good, like, chill out game. Cool. Like, it is the game that I've been playing while I have, like, Netflix on and stuff like that. Because right. it is just basically Breath of the Wild. It is just cool. running around, exploring, turning on towers, like, all that stuff. Um, and the combat doesn't suck. It's fun to play. So... Be interesting to I've see. Try- Be interesting I've, to see what it's I've like on mobile. Some- yeah, for sure. No idea. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried some of the harder stuff, like the actual like boss fights and stuff like that, mm. and they are pretty brutal if you're not doing what the game tells you to do, which is like set up your elemental combos and have a good team setup. Right. But if you have a good team, they are challenging boss fights, and you need to like learn like attack patterns and like what things are going to do like it's not a slouch of a video game like it's not just there to bleed you from right. the gacha stuff but that's definitely cool. wants to give you a good game it's that's cool um, that's, that's interesting yeah good I'm and glad. it has like it has like iframes and like cancels and stuff and hmm. it's legitimately really like the 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 sprint animation has like so sprints on right click which i thought was really weird hmm. but it's because the start of the sprint animation has iframes on it, so you use it to dodge attacks. So it's also your dodge. So it's yep. this like so you start like tap sprinting to like dodge through stuff, and it actually once you get into the rhythm of it, it feels really good. Okay. Like actually, the the, the iframe on the dodge is actually like a really nice level where <laughs> you feel like you've done it successfully, but it's not so short that it's just going to punish you anyway. It's, Makes sense feels good it's, yeah i'm genuinely surprised by how good the thing is it's not just because when you look at it from the outside all you hear and see are like the oh my god i pulled this five star reaction stuff on yeah. youtube and then the stuff that is like this thing made two billion dollars and oh my god look at this gacha game but if you actually play it you can see that it's not a joke like there's actually a video game there and it's legitimate like it was really interesting that when i started playing it and then i was looking at twitter and people like austin walker Mm. play it yep like people who are that level of caring about video games in an in-depth manner and Mm -hmm. critical thinking and all that sort of stuff yeah obviously austin walker is a bit of a weeb and so probably likes the anime shit but he he obviously sees something to it that is deeper than just look totally. at this stuff. And I mean, like, so I, it is, it, I was so definitely impressed. I was listening to the the Waypoint guys talk about World Flipper, which was the other latest, mm. which apparently was a gacha that came out in like a year and a half ago in in yeah the, in the Asia, and then it yeah. finally came out in English over here, um, which is another gacha game, and it is interesting to like to hear people go like because because. Quite rightly, like some gacha games are designed very, very exploitatively. They do, yeah. yeah, like, and it's a problem, and it is a real problem for 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 some people, and it, it's a thing to be to keep in mind. But the idea of like, yeah, like, yes, this is a gacha game. Yes, it has those mechanics, but this one seems okay in terms of yeah. like not pushing you towards yeah. doing that stuff. But if you are susceptible to that stuff, which is a which is the thing that people some people are like, oh, you yeah. just can't go yeah, near yeah. that stuff. Like, which is fair. I, I, absolutely, if you are the sort of person that you you know that it, you are you would go downhill on this which yep. is something that like i asked someone in my my final fantasy 14 guild who also plays mm. being like what is this like tell me what this is and mm. he, she explained it and then was like 
but it is still a gacha game, so just be aware if you're susceptible to that totally. stuff. Yeah, which it, I really, rec- I really appreciated that because that is the sort of thing you have to say for all these games. Totally. Which is, I recommend Genshin Impact. It is a fun video game, cool exploration, fun combat. But if you are susceptible to gacha in any way, whether that is like gambling or just I like doing this stuff, yep. be aware that it's there and it's there in force. Like yeah. it is. That is what that game is supposed to do, so it's still there. I got pretty intense um, flashbacks to my time with uh, Mass Effect 3, which is the closest I've ever come to being to having yeah, a gacha problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was that was a bad time. Well, I, I was also, I was also almost there, but then got, like, the thing I wanted on, like, the fifth pack. And oh, okay. I was like, well, that's me. Like, I, all, I, all I ever wanted out of the, the, the Mass Effect 3 packs was to be able to play as a Drell Vanguard. Yeah, and, I'm and like, you got it. Pack five, I got a Drell Vanguard and was like, cool, I'm done. That's me. I think it would be um, the fact it was like, because it's not, because they don't have, that game didn't have the layer of like fake currency to chest. It was like, just mm, buy a mm-hmm. chest. I was like, yeah. ah, chest like two quid, fine. I'll buy one this week. And then I was like, okay, yeah. fine, I didn't get it. And I moved on. But it was still like, I still put a lot of money into that fucking multiplayer sure. in, yeah. a, in a way I was not happy so with. The, yeah, Genshin does have the different currencies leading into different things sure. style thing to kind of like obfuscate how much money you're spending yeah. but it does give you it does give you that currency yeah. for free sure. by playing the game as well so it's sure. it's counteracted um, um, speaking specifically yeah, of, it's fun. speaking specifically of Gacha and also specifically of Art Nights um, I had a moment again when I got that when I got my tablet I was like okay I'm going to restart Arc Knights, so I can actually pay attention to the story because I actually kind of liked the story that they were telling in that game, as sure. well as the get the the, the gacha stuff. Um, and then I realized, and this is probably I assume true for most gacha games, there is no way to reset progress in right. gacha so games. This was an in- this was an interesting thing that I discovered when I was doing my reading about Genshin. Yeah, which was there is a concept in Genshin in, in gacha games that I had no idea about called yep. rerolls. Yep. Which uh-huh. I went down this rabbit hole I too. Yes, was fucking terrified of. Which was like, when I read it at first, I was like, "Do you mean that like if you pull something, you can hit a button and just re-roll the thing that you got?" No. No. What no, re-rolling no, no. means is that you play through the initial part of the game to the point where you get the free wishes, yep. and then if you don't get a good character from that, you restart. You do, but especially if you're playing it on mobile, you delete the game, uncheck, unhook it from your Google account, yeah. whatever it is, and then reinstall so that, the game and start again. Like, so that's what it was saying for Genshin, where it was like, if you start the game and you don't get X Y Z roll, you have to, you have to like make a fake email address to then yep. make another account to then start again. And I was like, these people are fucking insane. Like, so, so I don't under, I so, get that it's like, it is. It is technically advantageous for you to take the free wish and try and get the best thing yeah. you possibly can out of it. But that is so much investment yep. of doing the same stuff over and over again to then get one thing I like. So specifically for Art, specifically for Art Nights, because I was I was genuinely looking up how I reset my progress. So I put zero money into that game. So it was like mm. fine. But you can't reset because you could have theoretically put hundreds of you dollars into it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's why they don't give you an option to reset. I was like, fuck, do I just start a new account under a different email address? Like, what the fuck do you... But specifically for Art Night, it's actually easier because they have guest accounts up to a point. So you Ah, you, you install the game, you play with your guest account to get your initial roles. And then at that point, you have to delete 
they have to uninstall the game, delete the cache of the game, reinstall the game, start a new guest account, and then once you're happy, then you register it as an email. But right, there's okay. no as far as I can tell, that unless, is easier, yeah. Right, but unless there's a way, maybe through the website, Playism or whoever it is that does that game, I can't remember who does Art Nights. Um, unless there's a way online to do it where I can be like, no, I fucking mean it, please do this thing. Um, I can't restart, so I'm, I'm having to just go back and like play through the story I'm sure, again. I'm sure because of the stuff that I've seen about quote unquote serious Art Night players, a lot of those are using uh. Bluetooth, yeah, blue, end, blue, 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 whatever, yeah. Uh, you have yes. an Android front end on their desktop, and yeah. they're just like quickly doing it while, yeah, they can like set up a macro or something to do it. But oh, interesting, there's um, a Windows version of Arknights now. Huh, did not know that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I, yes, I, I have seen a lot of people use that Blue Haven or whatever the fuck that emulator is yeah. called. Um, yes, I, I, I'm willing to bet. There's, yes, you're probably right. There are ways of doing it faster. Probably there are ways of doing it faster, and then once you've done it. Then you could just sign up your account and then switch to whatever. And then you're good. You're golden. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Is there no way to log in on this fucking website? Can you not do anything? Stop in the looking website? at Arclight while we're recording a podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. Cool. No, I'm glad Inchin's actually good. I mean, I'm glad that it's not just that. Uh, as it could be a lot more manipulative than it sounds like it actually is. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I have felt zero pressure to roll on anything like cool. at any point. Um, I could be way more predatory, but the only time that I felt not pressured, but like they when you get a new account there is like a beginner wish rolling thing where it is like really really cheap rolls and they basically give you the the currency to do it for free anyway so it's like free rolling basically right which is where the the re-rolls come in because you're supposed to roll on that and yeah sure but um that's the only time that they've ever been like hey you should probably roll on this because it's designed for you to roll on it that's the whole point but yeah, never have never not felt any other point to feel pressured into rolling on anything. Cool. Um, cool. Is there anything else? Not really. No. Cool. Cool. So we don't have a lot of news, so we're just probably going to end it there. Uh, mm. What have we got coming up? Uh, so back for blood is the day that you. This is going out, right? Twelfth. Yeah. Yeah. Reviews are starting to come out at time of recording yeah. and they are mixed so yep okay. um I, I it was kind of similar to uh when i started seeing reviews for far cry 6 which came out last week which was like yeah the the consensus it was a very consensus of the the reviews which were like hey this is more far cry but because that yeah. consensus happened it means it was equally getting fives and nines and i was just like yeah. this is people either people either really wanted more far cry or really didn't are want really more fucking far done cry. with That's far cry the, yeah. yeah um which i thought was this is, this is this is this is ties back to exactly what we said at the start of the podcast where yeah there's a lot of triple a stuff coming out but none of it's like standout it's yeah. all like yeah this is pretty good it feels like a lot like, of it has been in yeah 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 basically um what else is coming out apparently disco elysium has not been out on xbox until the 12th really apparently it's launch or maybe it's the final oh. cut the final cut's coming to switch final and cut maybe coming out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, xbox I mean, the 12th good for those guys they get yeah. to play that that's fantastic um, lone echo 2 which i didn't know was a video game is coming out as well which i need to i might lone need to have a look at that 2? that was the vr low gravity thing that i dnf'd because oh, yeah, i got yeah, claustrophobic yeah. um yeah, yeah, yeah. i might see what that is um and then <laughs> Idol Master Starlet Season on the fourteenth, <laughs> which is listed which is listed on Wikipedia as a. It's, re- the, it, it, it's the the end of this month is the stuff because that's Solar Ash and 
the Guardians of the Galaxy game and Age of Empires 4, if that's a thing that matters. Yeah. And... Uh, Solar Ash, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Good Life comes out the 15th. Oh, the sweary game? I played the demo for that. That was one of the things that was out in the, the next fest. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that game. I don't know about that the game. Dude, the dude made Deadly Premonition in D4. Of course he's not going to make a fucking banger. Like, he's not going to come out and but it knock could, it out of the park. It, it was, it's going to be weird, but there'll be something to it. Like, it's it, such a different style to it. Also, he was not... Yeah. He was not... I'll, t- I'll He was not... He was being weird on Twitter, and I'll... Oh, yeah. is he? Fuck. Okay, yeah. Well. Um, oh, and the new Dark Pictures game comes out this month as well, 22nd. Oh, yeah. House of something ashes ashes Ashes. yeah yeah uh yeah that's everything so there's yeah there's stuff coming but while we're playing um i think also the satisfactory update comes out this month so i'll be putting some time into that they've reworked trains they look so cool um trains they've reworked trains trains can crash now do you know what a train is it's a machine on a conveyor belt yeah exactly exactly it's a thing on a conveyor belt that is fed by other conveyor it's on a very specific conveyor belt that powers itself but yep um god that game fuck um yeah so there's that um i want to finish out worlds i want to finish oh the life is strange dlc i'm going to do i think after i'm done recording this podcast because that came out as well yeah. uh uh Outworld dlc i need to finish road night six just to know how that game ends yes there's a bunch of stuff i've got in flux right now that i just haven't finished also like fucking alan wake remastered came out and i'm like i have wanted to play through that game again for a while and I was like, okay, I'll wait till I've done everything else and then I will go back and do that game. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. I don't know yeah. what you're what you're playing, what's what's coming oh, up. Are you gonna, are you, we'll come back in two weeks and you'll be very much into Nickelodeon's All-Star Brawl. I think that's how this no, is going to No, I, I am not a platform <laughs> fighter player. Like, that's not, that is not me. That would be um, silly. I have... I have tried playing Smash multiple times, but every time I play Smash, I play against people who are very, very good at Smash. So it is a futile effort um i i really want to play it because fucking sora's gonna be in it at the end of the month so that's gonna be cool yeah but oh when i, when I said like, there's no when i said there's no news that's probably the only news sora's coming to smash yeah sora's in smash and got all of his outfits and yeah it's insane it's a lot uh, but yeah it'll be against people who are very good at smash and you you just can't play fighting games against people who are way better than you it just doesn't work it <laughs> is not a good situation nice um cool so that's everything uh gameinstart.com is the name of the website you can find our videos our podcasts are up there we are on youtube.com slash gameinstart subscribe there get notified when we put new videos up we are on facebook and twitter if you search gameinstart you'll find us there podcast at gameinstart.com is the email address uh and that's us stay safe enjoy whatever you're playing and we will see you in two weeks goodbye bye